This episode of the CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They have two convenient locations, Capitol Hill and Wallingford. I love going to Capitol Hill. I'll go order my food, whether it be tacos, burritos, or tamal. I love their tamales. They're fantastic. And then I'll go sit on the patio, enjoy my meal, and then wait for something interesting to happen. And given that it's Capitol Hill, something interesting always happens. If you don't have time to go to either location, you can always order through your favorite food ordering app, Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. They make it really easy to get all of your favorite items. So next time you're craving some delicious Mexican food, stop in or order. You'll be glad you did. podcast hope everyone's hope everyone had a great weekend did you have a good weekend uh i went to the seahawk game what do you think uh, Ooh, well it, it could no. have been better it could have been better so many stupid mistakes <laughs> stupid mistakes and lack of actually playing <clears throat> can we foul more is it possible you know you know who i blamed it on right away the dude who was in the wrong formation for that kickoff yeah <laughs> Right. If he hadn't done that, then they wouldn't have scored that touchdown. Well, here's the that's all he does. That's the one job he has. So who the so I don't know a whole lot about football. So the dudes that line up for the kick. That's, well, that's special teams, right? Uh-huh. So some of them play on the regular offense. Some of them are like second string offense over defensive players. Right. But there's a few key players on that special teams. But for the most part, that's how you kind of get in into the team is you're oh. on special teams. Oh. And then you have to pass water around to the other players during timeouts, I think is how it works. But do they really do that? No. <laughs> no, they, they hire frat boys for that, I think. I'm not sure who does that. They hire bros. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, anyway, so I was uh, hosting. Some they don't hire uh, hot chicks to do that. Uh, well, wait till the XFL comes out. We'll see. Is I that mean, a thing? Oh, the- That's a thing. Yeah. So Jim, thought- Jim Zorn's going to be uh, Seattle's coach. I thought the pretty, XFL was what uh, recently went uh, kibbutz. No, that was um, that's indoor. That's um, indoor football. What was that called? The, arena football. So it was called arena football. Yeah. Oh. AFLB. You know, whatever. Right. So, so is XFL and the it's Jim not, McMahon it's not, thing? It, it used to be right, and that's um, so the New Jersey Generals used to be owned by Trump. Right. So that's weird. And uh, there was a whole uh, Steve ESPN Young used to, thing. Yeah, Steve Young used to play for the Generals as well hmm. before he went to uh, 49ers. I think that I would follow the uh, Legends League before I would follow the XFL. <laughs> what if we put the XFL <laughs> players in lingerie? How would, would Does that pique your interest? There's something for everybody out like, there. Like the Borat? <laughs> the Borat bikini? <laughs> There's nothing but string... 300-pound men with string hey, bikinis on. the Seattle on. missed one, the uh, Legends League football championship. Yeah, yeah. So you go down to the shore where you watch them? You know, I've I've gone a couple times. Yeah. I haven't gone in the past couple of seasons because <laughs> they, they need to do better marketing. 
Well, because you don't know that, that it's actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would go. I would totally go. It's just, you know, it's like, you know, 6,000 really lonely men. Watching. No. The, have you been? <laughs> I actually, when they first started off, I shot some games for them. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. So the I've been to about three games. I was amazed at how many families go. Yeah. With like with their 15 year old kids. I couldn't imagine my mom taking me to a game like that. <laughs> that would just be like. <laughs> granted. It's an anathema to me. Yeah. Granted, there was a lot of uh, cut off sleeves and it, a lot of. Uh, so what are you implying? <laughs> that my, of, home, my whole hometown went. A lot of mullets. <laughs> it's not mullets because they're all bald now. It's a bunch of backward hats is all it is. Yeah. I was going to say backwards hats. Yeah. No, that screams. That screams I'm in my mid 30s and balding heavily. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of that. Yeah. Um, a lot of T-shirts that have, like, those T-shirts you get at the beach that have, like, the figure of a chick with big boobs and a big butt, but it's only printed on the uh, on the shirt. Would you get a shirt with, the you know, a silhouette of a fat chick? I mean... Well, I would get the shirt of the silhouette of the muscular dude. <laughs> and it, oh, it's full size? Yeah. Yeah. So no, a lot of that. It's so funny you said about the, 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 the sleeveless shirts because... Yeah. Uh, so I just came from a music festival that was primarily country, and... Um, you can buy the merch right there for every band, right? Mm-hmm. Right after, after showtime. And people are like walking around 10 minutes after they're off the stage with their shirt on. That no they sle- just bought? No sleeves. Yeah. So they immediately, they immediately <laughs> cut the sleeves off. <laughs> it's, I've never felt the need because, mm. you know, they make tank tops. Yeah. And you can buy them there. Oh, the- <laughs> and I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, I grew up, I've told you, I grew up in, you know, in a hazy town. Yeah. I just, I don't get it i just like it's just not a good look it looks like uh i'm you know i'm working on my car and i'm sure that um they did it with scissors and now with the big old bow knife that they have attached to their belt yeah it was an open carry concert (laughs) definitely an open carry concert you know i'm not gonna mock that and i'll tell you why because uh a few a little bit ago when we were in mexico there was a t-shirt that i wanted and i asked the guy if they had that t-shirt in a tank top and he's like, yeah, we do. And he turned to his homie and I'm speaking Spanish to him so I could understand what they're saying. Mm. He's like, hey, he's like, he said, then, like, get this in mangas, which means he wants this without sleeves. And the guy went and like, he's like, and then the guy told me, oh, we have some in another booth, some, some tank, some sleeveless. So then the guy came back, handed me the shirt and it didn't have any sleeves. I'm like, OK, cool. And I just paid for it. But then when we got back home to where we were staying. They literally just cut that the sleeves. <laughs> Is if somehow you wouldn't have the skill to do that yourself. Right. No, can you do this here? Because you do it professionally. <laughs> you guys are professionals at selling merch. That's so funny. It's like Lori and I were talking about this. And I was like, did they think that I was like a full on idiot? Where? Yeah. Not that I wouldn't have figured out that they did that, but that uh, I didn't know that you could do that. So why did I even ask for a yeah. sleeveless? I just think that it's nice that you bought the son of a beach shirt while right. you were in Mexico. In Mexico. Yeah. Cause that's not touristy at well, all. It says Mazalan underneath it. Oh, it does. So it's, <laughs> it's the real deal. Right. Like my other, I have a Seahawk shirt that it has to be licensed. Right. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. officially licensed. Yeah, there gear. Were, there's no illegal gear out there. And it has the Seahawk logo and uh, a Mazalan underneath. So you know that I'm, because the real your, hot fans your, are in Mazatlan. Yeah, you're repping. That's right. Repping the hometown. <laughs> no, it's so funny because I was shooting um, a sports-themed uh, model shoot. 
And uh, I go, well, I want to represent a certain uh, local Seattle purple college, a local blue and green football team, right. and blah, blah, blah. But we can't have any logos hmm. because we're not licensed. Yeah. Do you think we can imply that these are those teams? Yes, we can. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. But we couldn't use any logos. It, it's like it's like when you see these these guys doing their, you know, beacon, beacon plumbing. plumbing. <laughs> and they have these really sad, you know, A-string a high school jerseys on the, the right color, but they're just not quite right. Even the color is just slightly. I mean, I, of course, it's like it's but just. But they're ill-fitting and the wrong material. It's like, you know, can't the can't. You know, they just make you one without the logo on. Is that possible? Yeah, that's an interesting conversation is why can't players like if the team can use the players, how come the players can't use the teams? Well, every once in a while, greedy. everyone's greedy. Yeah, everyone, everyone. So there's this commercial for I, I'm going to call them out. Muckleshoot Casino. Yeah. And uh, they'll have game. They'll have open games. You know, you can watch the football games. there. Sure. And the commercial is your local. Um, favorite baseball team or your local favorite football team. <laughs> and I'm like, are what, you, could, what could that be? I know. Are you even licensed to play the game in your casino? <laughs> there's a, there's a package you have to buy for that. You know, is, I wonder if that's the team or the, or like Comcast. Uh, I don't know. So when we, when I used to manage restaurants, um, we would have, we would always have TVs running, right? right. But we couldn't turn the sound up on them. Oh. And if you wanted to turn the sound up on them, you had to pay a broadcast fee hmm. and that's just another package you could buy but it's pretty sizable so if you're a sports bar you're paying a lot of money to be able to turn up sound i mean it's not cheap but because the obviously pay-per-views there's as you know i love boxing uh, i've heard and there's only well there used to be only one place in the city that showed pay-per-view fights and that was the spitfire grill in belltown mm -hmm. but they went out of business and forever ago yeah, yeah. And they, it also sucked going there because you had to get there super early and they charged like a $25 cover. And it's just like asses and elbows everywhere. Pretty much. Yeah. Unless you got there, you know, three hours early. Yeah, you were the guy in the middle of the bar, ponied up, wide elbows. Ready to go. Like Yeah, yeah. At, at 11 in the morning. Ready to go <laughs> because I want to watch this comfortably. Buying buckets of beer. <clears throat> uh, so now Atlas in uh, Queen Anne, Lower Queen Anne, mm -hmm. they show the pay-per-view fights. And I don't know if I well okay I don't think anyone from them is listening like I don't know if that's like they're supposed to do it but they show the they show well it doesn't all. matter if they're listening by the way for that to be legal or illegal illegal well like <laughs> it I, matters for anybody to be listening. I don't want to turn into uh, into Antonio Brown it, it's a, it's a restaurant calling everyone out it's a, an Atlas style restaurant it's an Atlas style <laughs> Atlas it's Batless rhymes with Batless so you know if you go down the south end with the with the rednecks like where I live. Hmm. There's like ten places you can watch. Really? Yeah. All the pay per view stuff. Let me tell. You, I'll tell you later. Okay. I'm not gonna give you a free ad. Well, maybe I will a couple. Actually, you know what I've been doing lately is just buying them. Really? Just sitting here by yourself? Oh, I've done it a few times. That's yeah. kind of masturbatory. <laughs> a little bit, but it's cheaper because if we do go someplace to watch them, we always spend more than a hundred bucks in drinks. And and just snacks. I'm not saying don't watch at your house. I'm just saying don't watch it in your house alone in oh. your boxers. Well, no. Invite friends. Yeah. No, I do. I sometimes friends don't want to watch the pay per views I want to watch. Oh, well, that's no, that's kinky, dude. <laughs> 
I don't. I, I don't. Mind, I don't so, know if I want to watch them with somebody. So then, in that case, maybe alone's best. Well, because the the big majority of my friends are super boxing. Yeah. But I'm digging MMA a little bit more oh, okay. and more and more. So it's not. So, they think that's like renegade. Yeah. So it's like they're not really interested. I mean, they'll come anyway if the schedule is open, but they're not going to be like, "Oh, are you going to get this fight?" Is that because they don't know how to grapple and they feel uh, insignificant? It's, uh, you know, I'm. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm Neo in Matrix Part Two, mm. like in the train station. <laughs> See, phew, phew, phew. Some of my friends dig the MMA. Some of my friends dig the boxing, and I'm in the middle. You're the glue, <laughs> dude. You're you, talk to them both. You are detente. You can bring them together. <laughs> Can't we all just be friends? I should, well, I think the solution here is more MMA friends. Is that that mm-hmm. it? Um, you know what? So when MMA came out, I thought it was ridiculous. Because I grew up, you know, we're similar age. I grew up in a time when boxing was, I mean, Frazier, Ali, you know, right. and then, you know, Tyson. And and so it was like, it was the biggest sport on TV. Yeah. It would outdraw anything. Right. And then it just went away. Probably because uh, everybody got like loopy in their heads and, you know, then it went down. No. To, then it was, then. but you know what? Olympic boxing is still super popular everywhere. Yeah. No, it went away because... Uh, those names you just mentioned are all heavyweights. Yeah. So when Tyson left, it was Sugar Ray's what was left, and he weighs no. ten pounds. Well, he, I mean, Sugar Ray is Hall of Famer, obviously, but he's not a draw. He's not. I mean, he yeah. he wasn't a household name. We like these huge guys just beating the crap out of each yeah. other. Yeah. So when the when the heavy, when the U.S. heavyweights went out, there were a couple British heavyweights that no one cared about them. Like Lennis Lewis, super good. I mean, ask a casual boxing fan. They're not going to know who Lennox Lewis is. Yeah. Um, and then there was, uh, although they, he did have a couple fights with an American heavyweight. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Hakeem yeah. Rockman. Already don't know him. Yeah. <laughs> Good fights. Uh, so, yeah, the, it left the, the heavyweights left a big void. And it wasn't until it wasn't until Mayweather where that void was filled with the little guys. Well, don't don't you think though it was part of the all of a sudden uh, we had split belts. Nobody owned the belt. Well, that's true. The organizations just kept on making more and more classes. They used to be just there used to be just three organizations: the W, the WBC, the IBF, and the one other one. Now there's five, but before those three organizations only had four weight classes yeah but it's like I'm, I'm the welterweight champion in this league this league and then every other thursday i get the belt that's right for this league i don't i can't keep it all straight yeah it's got to keep it simple because we're, we're they stupid keep, they i mean i don't know it's like everyone wants sometimes the like the wbc puts out a chart of all of their champions and there's like 25 of them yeah and the weight classes are separated by mm. three pounds and yeah yeah, well, they just want much. they want more fights per night, right? But I mean, it's like Americans. <clears throat> we still haven't really come to terms with American League and National League, right? It's just like <laughs> we just keep it super simple for us. <laughs> like I don't get it. Just decide on one. <laughs> just decide on one. I don't get it at all. It's uh, it's uh, money. Yeah, that's why it's people who can get along. Um, I mean, you'll see that. I'm not going to talk lacrosse. On you again because but I know how interested you are. I need a you know you asked for sound effects earlier. <laughs> We're like, wah, wah, wah. yeah, or like a snoring. 
A snoring one. No, but I mean, right now there's two competing lacrosse leagues. And as you might imagine, there probably isn't enough fandom in lacrosse in America right now to You're support both. You're kidding me. So it's going to, it's eventually going to merge. I mean, pick your day. It's going to merge eventually. Everybody knows it. Or one of them's going to go bankrupt. I mean, and that's kind of a National League and American League was, it was two competing leagues that were playing, you know, similar seasons or half half of each season. Yeah. And they're like, let's just fix this. Yeah. Unsustainable. Yeah. Let's have let's, let's make a sustainable model exactly, and let's just do. Hey, it. if we do this, we'll all make money. So, what were you doing at the like you're at the game as a fan or shooting? Uh, no, no, actually, I was uh, I was up in the CenturyLink uh, suite. I I work for CenturyLink, so Ooh. during my day job, yeah. And I had like uh, I had a bunch of customers. One of the customers came in full Nola regatta. It was like, are you serious? But mm. he's a he's an ex military transplant out in Norlesa. So. Yeah. Super cool guy. Yeah. Totally and understood. You get a pass. Yeah. And they didn't overly celebrate. Wait, so they sent a tech guy to uh, a customer event? So I'm a sales engineer. I, I, I interface with my customers all the time. Yeah. I'm their, I, I, you know, I, I'm their resource. I'm their their bouncing board for products and services. and But on the total tech side, not on the sales side. Not on the sales side. That's yeah. cool. I'm a little more salesy than most yeah. sales engineers. The two hard software companies that I worked for, the they keep guy. them in the back room. Oh, the tech I know. Guys I know. Nowhere near customers, and then like some of them, well, because of the nature of your stereotypical tech guy, mm-hmm. most of them didn't care. Yeah, that the salespeople got to go. Yeah, on these crazy things. No, my salespeople t- take me with them Do wherever they? they go. Yeah, I'm so that they don't have to answer the hard questions. Well, I mean, just I mean, there's just. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, we're selling the, the the in the tech communications world right now. There's stuff that didn't even exist when I started. Mm. I mean, things are changing. I, I'm always learning the next thing. Yeah. And uh, here I go offending people. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't expect them to know. Yeah. Everything well, as, we, as mean, we go along at that pace. Uh, they only have so much things that they can think about. Yeah, There's and things. I can tell you, you and can. That's do, your job. Yeah, I mean, somebody, can, some, some audio engineer can come in here and say, "You can do this podcast," and here's five different ways to do exactly. it. Exactly. And you're going to say, "Well, here's my budget, here's my timeline, blah blah blah," and they go, "Okay, now we're down to three. Yeah. And ease of use important. Exactly. Now we're down to one. Right. That's what I do. Perfect. That's yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. And what you just said about the sound engineering is exactly the conversations that I had with Dan. Hmm. And uh, listeners of the show will remember that I used to record with Dan, who's a sound engineer. And at first he would be like, OK, you got to get this mixer and you got to get these things and then you're going to put it. I was like, Dan. <laughs> no, like, I don't care about it. Stop. This. Stop. Just no. No. <laughs> it's like I'm super happy that you're here helping me because you're the pro. But I have zero money. I want it to sound good. And I'm a monkey with uh, audio software. So I want it to be easy. And then, yeah, I took some of what he gave. Well, I took a lot of what he gave me, researched my own stuff, and then just found my least expensive, uh, easy to use, easy to manage solution. Yeah. And I'll I'll tell you, it's like, oh, these these mics are great. They're inexpensive. Um, Don't bash them around a lot. Yeah. You know, they're gentle because they're made of plastic. Right. Uh, these mics, uh, World War II could not destroy them. Yeah. But they cost this much. Yeah. So, I mean, those are the kind of discussions I have with the customers. Perfect. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. No, that's cool then, then that they took you. When, uh, <clears throat> well, Lori hates, she doesn't hate, but she looks at me sideways when I talk about my sales stuff. No, she hates it. Yeah. Like. Uh, I think she does. 
um, like our like the trips that I used to take, like going to Miami three times a year. Yeah, because she doesn't think you're selling anything in Miami. That's the problem. <laughs> There's uh, like the the last, well, on two occasions, our main distributor had um, sales conferences on cruise ships to the Bahamas. Why wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> what are you going to have them in a conference room in Duluth, Iowa? Yeah. In uh, in in a Holiday Inn conference room B twelve. Well, my mistake could have been that early on, early on, I I took Lori on a to a sales conference in Cancun. Oh, so she knows what's going so on. So she know. Actually, I've taken her on a couple. So we went. I took her to a sales conference in Cancun, and then I took her to another sales conference in Orlando, where the company had rented out. What's in Orlando? Universal Studios? Universal. Well, Disneyland's there as well. It's oh, all, that Dis- stuff. all those things are there. No, it was Universal Studios. Like the company had rented out Universal Studios yeah. for just, about it's four just, hours. It's just across town from Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what we did. They just took like they just took Disneyland, LA, Anaheim, and Universal Studios and moved it. Yeah. And replicated it. Right. So we did that. But then of course she got a glimpse of, you know, the little yeah. bit of the shenanigans that happened. Yeah. The high life that you live. Right. So then that combined with babes, booze, and blow <laughs> my Columbia trips. <laughs> no, actually, I told her that I told her that would I, well, I used to go to Columbia like twice a year mm-hmm. and uh, just how easy it was to get that they would pretty much just give it to you. Like it was a party favor. Yeah, it, it's in the, it's in the bar in your uh, cooler in almost, the, in the hotel. Almost. It, it, it was uh like we would go to bars and they would just hand it to us on the way in. And I would just turn to my buddy. I'm like, should I take it? And then my buddy would say, well, do you do you do cocaine? I'm like, not really. He's like, no, then don't take it. Yeah. He's like, but if this you do would not it, be your best first time. Yeah. And then he's like, but if you do do it, yeah, just go ahead and take it. And then he's just going to ask you if you want to buy some more on the way out. And if you don't want to, just say no. If you know where you're at. Yeah. So, conscious. So how did that first time work out for you? No. The first time I did cocaine, I was like 16. Oh, really? And I, I'll let you know when I do it. I, it didn't do anything. I mean, but I could have just not done it right. Do Maybe. You, do you live right in the landing pad at Percy Tack Airport? Almost. Holy moly. Well, but you can't hear it on the recording, so you just... I just freaked everybody out. You just... Uh, well, I just had ducked my head. Unveiled. Oh, you should... Uh, you should be here when um, Blue Angels. Oh, yeah, yeah. They This past show, they f- flew the lowest they've ever flown. I thought this place was going to explode. So I was out of town. Was it was because it, it was cloudy? I don't know. I don't think so. But one of their flybys, I mean, it shook everything. Like, it was almost... I've never been through an earthquake, but that's pretty close. much as close as an earthquake. If I, I could imagine it, that scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was pretty pretty hard. Um, so you did that on <clears throat> Sunday. You did that on Sunday. Did you do anything else on yeah, the weekend? We're, we're talking about CX, by the way. Uh, no, not really. I mean, you know, I have uh, I've got to fit my actual life life because uh, I spend so much time doing photo, yeah. and then my day job spends a lot of time. So um, yeah. So I got some new territories for work. So I'm doing Vancouver and Calgary. 
Mm. So I'm planning on going to Calgary because I really like Cal- I like Vancouver as well. But I've never been to Calgary. It's Calgary. Uh, Calgary. So it's right above Minneapolis, St. Paul kind of area. But um, oh, so it gets cold. It's over in, there. No, it's incredibly western. Very much cowboys and Indians kind of a place. Mm. I mean, it's it's kind of a different culture than all the rest of Canada. I've There's ever lots seen. of country in Texas. This is sort of uh, this is reminding me of what happened to me on Friday. What happened to you on Friday? <clears throat> we went. Lori and I went to a one of our favorite spots. We go there often. Just uh, almost close. They're in Seattle, in Soto, little place. We got up there, and karaoke was about to start. Okay, so here's the deal. What? <laughs> You're in a place that has karaoke. You've got to be drinking heavily. Well, it was early. So, so singing karaoke is like having sex for the first time totally sober. It's just like, mm, I don't know. Mm. No, it's harsh. Well, here's the caveat to that: is that if you have a song, then you don't need to be drunk. Oh, you have your you have your karaoke song. I do. Oh, do you? I have. <laughs> You'll never guess what it is. <laughs> don't say Macarena or La Bamba. <laughs> of course not. Or <laughs> anything by Los Lobos. <laughs> but Los Lobos is good. <laughs> I'm guessing it's like something by Aerosmith. No, no. Something that era. Do you have a Journey song? No, Lori won't let me sing Journey. Well, oh, I didn't. I didn't even know that you were sexually compromised that way. So mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect that. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's in this. It's in eight. Because she's just a small town girl. Yeah, and I'm just living in a where? I don't know. South Detroit. Yeah, South Detroit. I'm, I'm yeah. Oh, South yeah. Detroit. You got. My, I got my lyrics moved around. I got lost. <laughs> so, no, anyways, you're, I've you're, been wanting to sing Journey, but Lori won't let me. She says yeah. that it'll. It's a huge offense. So you married very well. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. Uh, I like her. Um, so, anyways, you're so you're at this restaurant and or bar. Is it a restaurant bar? Or bar? Both. They have such good food there at a karaoke bar. Yeah, I go there for the food. I go to Hooters for the wings. Why not? <laughs> I never got the appeal of Hooters. Um, okay, here's the deal: tight shorts bo- yeah. and boobs. But yeah, I don't know. But they wear leggings. I know. <laughs> don't you get me going on that? <clears throat> yeah, that's the turn off on it. And their shirts are pretty high cut. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've only been to Hooters a couple times. So that's why you just frequent bikini baristas now. I'm going <laughs> to... Go on with your story. We can get back to bikini baristas later. I'm not going to let you finish I'll the story. I've only been to a bikini barista once. Okay. And it was... Uh, mm, I, w- I wouldn't go back. Because <laughs> the coffee wasn't good? Right. Oh, okay. Good thing you judge your bikini baristas on the coffee they make. On uh, their skill. Yeah. No, it. I mean, I don't know. Is this wrong to say? But Probably. Girls with, like, bruises all over their legs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just. What, they're, they're just for you? Is that it? Mm. It's like they should not work for two weeks until they healed up because their boyfriend well, beats the crap your, out of like, them. makeup. Maybe they're on the Legends League football team. You don't know. Well, if, well. That doesn't come. That doesn't come without its downside. Even those, even those girls don't have bruises on their legs going into games. <laughs> coming out. Some dude uh, stormed the field on a game, and it seemed like he was being rear naked choked to death by one of the security guys. 
is like you're not getting close to one of these girls. <laughs> no, it's like what was he gonna do? He was like, I'm gonna go grab some. Boobs. You don't have to run down there. Just after <clears throat> the game, go to Gators and Kent. They'll all just show up. Gators. Yeah. Oh, I got really drunk at Gators once. That's a great place to watch pay per view. Is it? Yes. Mm. But you have to, you know. Yeah, they'll, they'll take even you there. <laughs> I've spent maybe uh, 200 bucks on Gator's punching machine. You and a zillion other people. I've made plenty of really big dudes look super bad. I'm just surprised they haven't taken all the pool tables and did nothing but punching machines. That, that would be cool. Because there's like a line, like people are waiting to buy Stones tickets. Yeah. This line's so large. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? Is it? I used to go to Gator's Another my thing buddy, you do when you're super, super drunk. <laughs> So, anyways, you're singing karaoke. What's your song? Oh, you haven't guessed. No. It's uh, Poison by oh, Alice Cooper. I love that song. Is that even on a karaoke <laughs> It's on every deck? karaoke Is deck. it? Yes. Although, I'm trying out a new one. And it's... Uh, Offer teacher. No. Um, my new one is Robert Tepper. And the song is... I'm surprised. What's the name of the song? Do you have a license for this? <clears throat> no more than 20 seconds. Let's see. It's Robert Tepper. It's from Rocky Four. Oh, why wouldn't I know it by heart? Because I've memorized the soundtrack of Rockies 1 through 3. Oh, Robert. Pat Tepper, here we go. Sure, this isn't Sylvester Stallone. No Easy Way Out. <clears throat> And you're sure that's on? Do you dance to this too? I bob my head. So I've tested that song out a couple times. How'd that work out for you? It's getting there. The girls like start, you know, throwing panties at you? No, I mean, those types of songs don't get a reaction from karaoke. Yeah, you got to do Rock Lobster or something. To yeah, get you got to do relax. something cliche to get uh, to get any love at karaoke. Uh, no, so this particular Friday, I did not sing. Um, I wasn't. Uh, I was only two drinks in, so no, no buzzed. <clears throat> well, you are a bit of a cheap date. Yeah. Well, I paid, so yes. When Lori pays, <laughs> bring out the. Shirt. She's dropping roofies. Yeah. So the karaoke had just started. And the second person to come up there, he was maybe five, six, five, seven. And I think that he thought that he was being like super preppy almost because he had on like a polo shirt. But then he had like a white polo shirt or a light colored polo shirt. I don't know exactly what color was. And then he had on a blue blazer that was about two sizes too big. So he looked like a little kid wearing his dad's blazer. I'd be afraid I'm going to get rickrolled at this point. Almost. <laughs> yeah, he just seemed like, I don't know, like a like a preppy guy. Mm-hmm. So he sings this song called The Rodeo Song. Mm-hmm. Do you know this song? I, I, I know this song. But so I did some research after the fact here and a bunch of people have sang it. Yeah. Uh, Chris Ledoux is famous for yeah. singing this song. So yeah. first of all, I'll preface this by saying that this is a Canadian country song. 
The person who wrote it is Canadian. Most of the people who have covered it are Canadian country bands. So this, I mean, this goes to, um, I don't know if he's from where you said the Calgary place. <clears throat> so this rodeo song is kind of like a goof song, right? Yeah. It's like a, it's a joke song. A it's, a, song. it's a joke song. I mean, who doesn't love joke songs? I mean, lonely. I, I play Lonely Island every time my friends are here. I'm on a boat. I just had sex. Uh, I just jizzed in my pants. Like, these are all classic joke songs. Mm. But this joke song <laughs> has the word. I don't even know if I should say it. Should I even say it? Well, neither <laughs> of us are one, so yeah. say it. I'll play my minority card and say that I can say it because I am It's an minority. educational. This song and on the karaoke lyrics, right? So on the t- on, t- on every TV, well, not every TV, but on two TVs, they were doing the lyrics. The chorus has the word gook in it. Mm-hmm. G-O-O-K. And this guy had zero problem singing it. Every time, every chorus didn't bat an eye. And there were easily 10 Asians in the room. There was a there was a table of uh, young kids. I don't know if they were, you know, kids, but like early 20s with an arm reach of him. And this guy thought it was okay to sing this song. And I'm by no means a social justice warrior just a little snowflake <laughs> no you you called me that and my other buddy called me this too but i have to elaborate like i'm all about i love Chappelle stuff right i love all of these things but it seems to me the difference is if you're going to do that then that means you're going to go and seek that out so for example if you talk about comedy right and you go to a Chappelle show you know what you're in for uh, if even if you go to if you love Chelsea Handler because she does a lot of like her new uh, her new Netflix show it's not a comedy show it's just a show none of her shows are comedy shows but no yeah. exactly she's a pretty horrible person but you, you sort of know what you're going into yeah right you're going in there acknowledging and agreeing to the fact that the person who says that who says those things you know, you're gonna be watching you dig or you don't yeah I think most people who go to karaoke on a random Friday night at this little place in Soto are not expecting to hear that. Yeah. Just the same way that you are not expecting to hear two life crew, me so horny or, but it might be good if you did. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, people do love the uh, Sir mix a lot. Baby got back, but that's, I don't actually, that's a horrible example. Cause he's local and I like him. And, you know, he's dead. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He just sang the other night. Oh, no, that's Heavy D. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking big, flat, fat guys. <laughs> I could be dead at that point. Right. So he sang it the first time. And I'm like, holy cow, he actually did it. Because I saw it written in the lyrics. Like, for a little bit, I thought that he was just going to, like, and then not actually say it. Mm-hmm. No, he sang it. He was laughing. He 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 enjoyed singing it. Then the second time came around. <clears throat> I'm like, he's not going to do it again. It's like you would think that for shock value, okay, you did it once. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, 
you're a rebel. The third time, I start to get a little angry. And then the fourth time, I was infuriated. And Is that when you were drunk texting me? No. <laughs> that was later. I wasn't drunk. I was very sober. Yeah, so he's intentionally doing it over and over and over again. Well, he's singing the song. But it's the word. The word is playing every every chorus. They they play the the, the word is written in. Well, so here's the deal. So it's a super old song. It's in the eighties. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like uh, vaudeville was singing the song yeah. in you know in forty seven. And I'm, and the thing is, if you know the if you know the song, it's like I'm not really why sure why he says that word. Right. But pretty much everybody after that has sent where it says goof. They sing goof. With an F. Yeah. And I mean, he's got a lot of airplay, but you know, it's just like, it's like the song that somebody throws in the middle of their set at a live show to break up the monotony a little bit. But they say goof for goof, every, yeah. for every, every verse. Every, every verse, yeah. And then so either he's reading it and he doesn't know. No, this dude was very proficient at this song. Oh, so that's like his karaoke song. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell he, he sang it really well. <laughs> like he had, he had a good voice. He had the good twang. He had because that's sort of a really upbeat song. I'm not even gonna play it. Uh, it's a it's a yeah. fast song. It's kind of like an auctioneer. Yep. He he did it really well. Like there was no way that that was the first time that dude did it. That was his karaoke song. He led off with it. Especially, that's even more true given that he was gonna come back and do another song. So if you lead off with that one, right? Because mm-hmm. you usually want to lead off with your best stuff. Yeah. So I was mad, but like I, I had this internal struggle of not of being angry because it was wrong, but then angry that even though I do believe that you shouldn't have censorship, like I'm not a fan of censorship, but the the, the overriding fact here is that it was rude. Yeah, because it was there was. There was a table of Asians right in front of him. Yeah. So I think you and me agree on this one, even though we've never talked about it, is the fact that we, you know, very little offense me. Yeah. And <clears throat> and I could probably say just about anything. Right. Which so can I. But I don't. And why is that? Because common sense prevails. It's because exactly. I'm not going to hurt you. I want to be polite. On purpose, right? It's like, it, absolutely. It's like, I want... It was just rude. The only time I do that is when people are really super short. Then, well, then you, I can't. I mean, help, I can't help myself. Right. So he's uh so he's singing it, and by this time I'm like my brain is just thinking, what do I do? Like, do I tell? Um. Like, do I go up and tell the manager? Do I tell the DJ guy? But then I decided to not say anything. <clears throat> I didn't say anything because I figured at that point, I figured if this group of Asians didn't say anything, either one, they were too young to know about that word, which is that even possible? No, not if you're Asian, you know that word. Like it, I think that that would be universal. Yeah. So I figured, okay, like I'm not going to be the dude who, makes this commotion when the table of Asians didn't. Is it making this? Yeah, they don't. Right. It's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, uh, fight this fight for them. 
Um, but what I did do is when this guy came back, he he like two songs later, he came back, this same prick. And he was up there talking to the karaoke DJ guy. <clears throat> and uh, he made eye contact with me because I was giving him death stares or I don't know. I probably shouldn't say the death stink stares. eye. I was giving him major stink eye straight at him, sending him all of my negative energy. And he turned and he finally looked at me. And I said, um, are you going to sing another racist song? <laughs> And then the he was like surprised. Like he got that look of like, did he say that to me? But then he did this. And that is I I'll, I'll tell you what he did. So he said he looked at it. He looked at me <clears throat> and then he said, no, no. And then he like waved his hand at me like you. You know, when you were saying like, oh, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. And you wave your hand at people. And I'm doing the motion right now. He said, no, 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 no. And that motion, that look on his face, his body language, my, inf- my, the, my level of insane furiousness <laughs> just shot out because I took that as saying, no, 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 no. I only sing one racist song a night. I, 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 only, I only mock one race uh, per, on my karaoke per night. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and I let off with it. No, this one's going to be a normal one. I'm not going to, you know, I'll keep my second racist song for either later in the night or maybe I'll come back tomorrow and I'll do another one. Yeah. But for right now, no, I'm good. I'm no more racist songs for me. So because I took that. So, OK, maybe I read into his uh, yeah into this just a tad bit too much. But my jaws clenched. Lori grabbed me by the hand probably thinking I'm going to get up. Mm. And I just looked at Lori and she said, stop it. And I'm like, okay, I still have to listen to my wife. But then I turned back to that guy. (laughs) I turned back to that guy and I said, I'm Mexican. And I saw some black dudes over there sing a song about us. (laughs) We're not going to sit in the front table and (laughs) ignore you. And when I said that, he knew that I was mad. Yeah. He knew that this wasn't a joke. And then he was just, yeah, he he was serious. Like he stopped joking. He, he was doing the nervous clenching with the, his beer with two hands. Uh, like his whole body language changed and then he turned and then he was talking to the DJ guy again. <clears throat> and then he turned to me one more time. And then I just said, you know what? You are a big douchebag. Like you're a douchebag. I can't swear. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast where I don't swear. Like I came super close. <laughs> Just take me next time. I'll do it for you. It's no big deal. <laughs> I said, you're a douchebag, but I'm in angry Carlos. Yeah. You're already amped all up. And so then when I said that he left, I think he left. Um, and then I got up and I told Lori, let's go. So by that time I was like, got up and then left. <clears throat> And I was so mad, but I was overall, the reason I was angry, it's because it was colossally rude. Yeah. Like you don't like what in his brain made him think that that was okay. Like you can sing that song in your house or if you have your own bar where you know everyone there, like fine, do it. But 
this is not your bar. Like this dude did not fit into this particular establishment at all. That was mm. not his go-to bar. He did not read audience. And that's something that they teach you in sales is know your audience. Because if he did, he would have been like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't sing this song. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I should, maybe I should do that ABBA medley. <laughs> <laughs> it was just colossally rude. So I'm t- at home, I'm infuriated. And then Lori doesn't help the situation by saying, I'm surprised you're angry about this because you you joke a lot. I'm said, yes, I joke, but I joke with my friends. I joke with groups of friends. And I know how I can joke with my friends. If my friend, if friends bring people that I don't know, the chances of me saying stupid things goes down drastically. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so it's like, you. it's just, it's like the self-awareness there was lacking big time. It was rude. And I thought about it all weekend. Like, what do I do? Because again, I'm not. I'm not Mr. Social Justice. Actually, I hate that whole movement. Mm-hmm. I hate cancel culture. I hate boycott culture. Like, let people say whatever they want to say. But at the same time, like these people, mm-hmm. we didn't go there to hear that type of, of uh, uh, anything. Yeah. Right? Like again, like if I go to you know if you go to any of these shows, if you go to any comedy show, you're gonna expect to hear anything yeah, because that's you what, get what comedians get. do yeah but like this was it just seemed like this was not the place not the time not the material given the audience that was there well i'm sure there's more than six or seven songs to choose from so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm yeah i mean each book has about two thousand songs and there's about four books i mean if you get up there and there's a, a whole front desk of hell's angels you might you know you might choose a different song than maybe one you were choosing before it's like, what would they really like? Yeah. <clears throat> I want to please them. So I started doing research on this song. And the the versions that I found do use the word goof. But there are a few places where I found where the third verse uses the G-O-O-K. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them say goof. And there's other versions where they don't say... They say dude. Mm-hmm. Um. So... I don't know if this karaoke place had to go out of their way to find the most racist version of this. It's You know what's so funny? I just remember this. Do you remember the movie American History X? Oh, yes. Do you remember that song when uh, the big dude in the van was singing and the white man marches on <laughs> like that song? When I saw that movie the first time, that song was stuck in my head for a really long time. And I would just like sing it. Yeah, I, I like that's the only thing that I remember of it now is the white man marches on. It's so okay. Anyway, sidetrack. But I just thought it was funny. The the what the, that song was funny. <clears throat> so, uh, since there was no easy way to find that version that they played, I'm like, okay. So today I called, I called the establishment, and I ended up. At least I think it was. The owner. You hope it was the establishment that you're at? No, well, I know it was the establishment, but the person who I spoke to said that he was the owner. Hopefully it wasn't the DJ guy who was also working bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm just like, hey, pull that song. 
That wouldn't be hard, right? Yeah. Well, well, is it? I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. You do take a black marker and you mark over it in your book. Well, so, so my my conundrum here is in two places, because one, it's not the it's not the business's fault, right? They don't know. Yeah. They just hire uh, and they just hire that dude to do this. Or if he's just part of the staff, that's just a job that he does on the weekends. So it's not the business's fault. <clears throat> and then it's like, is it the DJ's job to know? Well, so if but that's almost impossible. No, if he's a DJ and that's his job, he, do, he goes around to different places and does karaoke. That's his job. I mean, why? So you're it, saying that DJ should know the lyrics to the. Yeah. Tens of thousands of they songs that put, are in their book. They have to put it together. I mean, yeah, they should know all that. And they've heard them all hmm. multiple times. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I had trouble with that, too. Of, like, who's, who's to, who should have known here? And I can't criticize it at all because I don't know the detail. Obviously, I don't know the details. I don't work there. I don't know how it's run. I don't know who runs it. I don't know. I mean, it says the... uh the karaoke service there. So then I thought, you know what? <clears throat> Given that that bar is a very friendly bar and there's always lots of different types of people that go there, I'm pretty sure ownership wouldn't be okay with that song being played. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do something. So I call them and I, I call them today and I spoke to the owner and I started off by saying, first of all, I just want you to know I love your place. <laughs> it's like, I love your food. I go there a lot. I've uh, had my share of drunk karaoke trying to sing uh, Alice Cooper by Poison or Poison by Alice, Alice Cooper. And then I said, but on Friday night, and then I went and told him the story. <clears throat> and then uh, and then when I told him that I told the guy that I was Mexican and there was a black guy and they should sing, he should sing a song about us. He's like, man. He's like, I'm Mexican, too, and I'm not sure what I would have said. <laughs> so he uh, he was understanding. And then I, you know, I went and I told them that I said, I'm not trying to cause drama here. I said, I'm looking at it from the perspective of the management of one of the places that I really like to go. And if it were me, I would want to know, because who knows, maybe someone else sings that next time. And one of like a true snowflake is going to plaster this all over mm. social media and who knows what goes viral nowadays. And I don't want my, one of the, my favorite places to get this type of press. That's what I told him. Yeah. And he's like, no, thank you. <clears throat> I appreciate it. Um, he said, um, so the good thing here is that he said that he was going to uh, look at the karaoke provider and then tell them to get rid of that song and to do an audit of, mm. of song. Maybe they need to do an update or something. Like maybe, I don't know how they get that. Like, is it a CD? No, no, it's individual tracks. It's like your iTunes. But is it online? Um, <clears throat> no, they. I think, well, a couple different ways. But yeah, they can buy catalogs or, or they can download individual ones yeah. into their system. But it comes with the audio and a video feed to it. So mm. it's a system. It's so a, maybe it needs to be... I'm sure there's updates to it. He just needs to audit what he has. Yeah. I mean, that. so, yeah. So that's what I told him. And he wanted to give me a gift card, 
like, dude, I got to give you a gift card because you could have saved us from, you know, horribleness, which, you know, the potential issues that I just mentioned. And I said, no, I said, I don't want you to know who I am. (laughs) I said, because I'm pretty sure that your staff recognizes me and I don't want them to think of me as the person who calls management complaining. I said, I don't want that. I'm not, this isn't a complaint. I'm, you know, I'm I'm not, I wasn't even particularly upset at the time of the call. I said, I just, overall, probably not the best thing for a business to allow to happen. Yeah. And he was cool with it. Um, I didn't get the gift card. (laughs) Dude, you're missing, there's 15 bucks you'll never get back. Right. But I talked to my buddy today and he called me a total snowflake. And he said, he said that I'm being, uh, he said, uh, I didn't know that you were, you were, uh, you were woke. And I'm like, that's not true. Like, don't make me take back this. Yeah. Because it's totally different. This is, this wasn't a question of wokeness, of politically correctness, of uh, social justice. It was a question of politeness. Yeah. And it was rude what he did. Yeah. And if your mama raised you right, you would see that. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's true. I mean, would it offend me personally? No, because I'm a fat white guy. And, you know, when are we not allowed to? When are we going to get a break? Um, well, watch that Chelsea Handler special. Yeah. It's all about white privilege. Yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't, didn't grow up in my life. Trust me. Um, yeah. There's a whole caravan of uh, intents very near to the studio here. And they're pretty much all, all white, all Caucasian. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of, they, lot of privilege. They, they missed out on their privilege. But they get the nice tents. <laughs> and. And their needles are only like a month old. <laughs> so, uh, no. So, yeah, you're right. You go. I'm that way, too, where I'm sitting there going, oh, man, that's uh, I'm uncomfortable. Right. I'm not offended. I'm uncomfortable with the situation there. You know what? That's a better way to put it. Although the uncomfortableness also had a big dose of I'm infuriated. <laughs> I know. So I this is as excited as I'll ever get. You see me right now. This is it. This is all I'm all in. <laughs> so I mean I won't I never I seldom get infuriated. Mm. But I'm just like, especially when I see somebody who I think won't stand up for themselves or can't for whatever reason. Yeah. That's kind of when I get it. Right. It gets in my craw. Yeah. And yeah. Because of the smugness of this prick, it really did seem like he was purposefully making fun of the audience. Well, he could be just that out of touch and stupid. That's yeah, that's true too. I mean, I, I don't put it past anybody. So if you're from, uh, if you're from, you know, I graduated in what eighty two, the town I lived in. There's a lot of, there's a lot of racism, but it's it's mild and gentle fun racism, I guess is is how they would probably put it. It's like it's like we we make fun of black people because we don't know any black people. Yeah, like I've never met one, but somehow I have all these opinions about it, and. Right. Uh, well, it's and uh, the thing is, is so their kids were the same way, yeah. And it's they just like repeat what they so hear. so if they walk out of the zip code, you know, into some other, you know, into a karaoke bar and they sing something that they're used to hearing, they don't think anything about it. Yeah, they think everybody does that. But the fact that he's in a polo shirt and a blazer, I'm right. thinking that he's probably not from my town. I would, I would, I don't even think he was. He's from here. 
I don't who knows where he is, where he's from. You seem very country to you? No. Yeah. So that's But like, I mean, this isn't a country. That's oh, like a fun, I see what that's you're like, saying. It's like a fun, <laughs> funny song he knows. Yeah. And he's gonna sing. Like he did not seem country, but he's really good at singing this particular 40-year-old yeah. country song. Yeah. That's a little weird. <laughs> so it's very intentful. And th- that's what bugged me about it. So <clears throat> as we were driving home, like Lori was sort of like she was questioning my sincerity, which added to fuel to my fire. And then I said, listen, and then I broke it down. Like I broke it down like uh, um, like Dexter breaking down a blood splatter. <laughs> Did you watch Dexter? Yeah, I've seen a few episodes. Or uh, or uh, Will Groin. Did you watch the Hannibal show a few years ago on NBC? Yeah, I, could, I like that one. Yeah. Like when I broke it down, how when uh, how Will Graham breaks down a crime. Mm-hmm. And I so <laughs> like Lori's like I don't even know why you got so mad. You say jokes all the time. It's like you there's say, a lot of moving pieces here. Yeah, I said first of all, this guy five seven. Blazer two sizes too big, wearing stupid jeans. Like I broke it down. So just why like do you, that. why do you hate frat guys? No, I don't hate frat guys. It was <laughs> it's it's like an all, it was like a overall situation. The package. It was the whole thing. Yeah. Like he, if he had saying, eh, you know, whatever. I believe I can fly, or yeah. any other R. Kelly song. You wouldn't have been shocked. <laughs> right. Like that, it, that's fine. It was, that's pretty much it of how colossally rude this prick, the balls on this guy, because it's, it was almost like a dare. Like it was almost like if he was daring someone to say something. And, but when you did, <clears throat> he gets all weird about it. Well, I did. I mean, well, cause you're so tiny. I did it after You're so tiny fact. and unintimidated. Well, that's why Lori was holding my hand down because she for sure knew that I was going to stand up and <laughs> As <laughs> I got really, I, I, yeah, if I had, I was easily way taller than this guy. Although my arthritic knees, I mean, I'm good for like 20 yeah. seconds. He doesn't know that though. He just doesn't know that. I'm good for 20 seconds of ground and pound. And after that, I'm done. <laughs> Actually, I've been hitting the bag uh, pretty well lately. I've been doing uh, six rounds on the bag. But do you wear out before you start wheezing? <laughs> that's, no, I, that's what's so surprising. I've done uh, I've done a heavy six rounds on the bag, and I'm I'm not exhausted. I could like this week I'm going to start doing eight rounds on the bag, <clears throat> and that's with like a minimum of like 120 punches per round. Mm-hmm. I wear these uh, little trackers that uh, tell me how many punches and how fast I punch. Yeah, that's got to be a rough life to be a, a, a ticker counter on the end of a glove. <laughs> no, they're pretty cool. You would probably dig the tech behind it. Who knows how many sensors it has? It only needs the one. Well, and it also so it counts it counts how many punches and how strong they are. Well, they call it intensity, which I mean I don't know what that means. That means they're yeah, it means they're not going to guarantee the actual poundage level. Yeah, it's just a arbitrary number that they're putting on there. Your intensity is nine hundred. Like oh that sounds cool. Like okay, <laughs> yeah. So that was overall. Well, overall, I think that the 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 business handled it well because they didn't. Uh, I don't feel like they just said a whole bunch of platitudes at me just to get me to shut up. Well, especially since the owner was a minority. Yeah, it probably hit home with him a bit. Yeah. And then knowing that 
you know, if I had been one of those jerks that would just plat, like I would have re- if I was really one of those jerks that wanted to put everything on public, I would have recorded like after he said that first time, I would have recorded the rest of it. Now here comes then, the phone. Uh, yeah. And then posted oh. it and then be like, oh, look at what this place is allowing, you know, karaoke, which would have been horrible. And I'm definitely not like that. I, I thought that I would it would just be best handled with their with their management, but it was uh, it's been an interesting couple of days just thinking of like am I hypoc- am I a hypocrite for being super upset at this but being okay with a ton of other stuff? You know, I think it's just who we are as people. We get we we have experiences in our life and certain things just grind us wrong yeah and other things don't because it's not something we come across we haven't been in that situation we don't know people who who are that way or in that situation so it just doesn't bother us or i'm like you know you know i call out my buddies a lot i mean my my older friends i mean there's a lot of they say a lot of stuff i'm just like i cannot believe you're saying that (laughs) And and I'm I'm the guy who calls him out on it because it's like you know what that's just it's just not cool. Well, yeah, and then you there's know, the whole you're not breaking my heart here, but you know you're better than that. I don't, right. don't make me tell your mama. So yeah, I think that's the perfect way to think about it. <laughs> is <laughs> is a dare like this dude is has an adrenaline adre- adrenaline junkie wanted to dare and sing this song as a dare and then see what happens, right? Like it was going to be. Do you remember that scene in um, Die Hard Three with Samuel Jackson, where the bad guy makes Bruce Willis walk around with that racist sign in <laughs> in Brooklyn or wherever, yeah. <laughs> and Samuel Jackson saves him. Like this, this dude wanted to live on that type of edge. <laughs> dude, I dare you. No, no, no. I double dog dare you to go there. And sing racist songs. You know, you so let's go over. Let's go to, over to Rainier and do this. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. Let's just let's just stay in Soto. He should have prefaced. Uh, he should have prefaced it by saying this. By saying that, he should have got up there and said, "You know, this is a dare." And then maybe it would have been funny. I mean, he would, he would like some sort of co- throw in a tad bit of comedy to make it <laughs> a little bit digestible, and not. M- Overly, one hundred percent blatant. Well, since you, you knew, you said he knows the song really well, so I'm guessing he's been here before, right? Well, I, I'm choosing to believe that he didn't sing it there, but sang it someplace else. Yeah, that is what I am choosing. Like, to uh, like Roy, <laughs> Yelm, <laughs> Roy book, Yelm. Yeah, it plays really big in those. South uh, South Sound towns. Mm. You know, I love everybody. So do I. Just it. You see, here, unlike you, though, I've lived as far, super far north and super far south. It, it's two different states, honestly. But everywhere is like that. Yeah, it's true. I mean, when I lived in Chicago, there was Chicago and the Heartland, right? So there was Chicago proper, and then. The rest of this huge freaking state that was totally opposite of Chicago. When did you live in Chicago? Did you tell me this? Oh, 88, 89. Hmm. What was the year they won the Super Bowl and did the Super Bowl shuffle? 85. No, it wasn't then, was it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was two years after that. Okay, 87. Yeah, because Zach was one. Yeah, about 87. Okay. Well, even... Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, right, so, but that's the whole point is that every place is like that. There's what what's the stat I heard that like only 3% of the US is actually populated. Yeah. Like there's not a whole uh, I mean, you have huge cities. You have New York, LA, Chicago. Um you know, whatever. Well, I, I heard, so this was a while back. So the population of America is like 330 million people or give or take. Yeah. So this was back when it was like 270. They said that uh, everybody could get four square feet of land, everybody, yeah. and stand on their four square feet. It would all fit in Texas. Yeah. No, that was uh, someone who was on Joe Rogan talked about that today. Oh, really? Yeah. Not today, but recently. Because I remember that from like 10 years ago today. I think this dude said that even now that everyone could live. Oh yeah, in Texas, Texas isn't full up yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I'm gonna that, run for president. That's just in Odessa. <laughs> I'm gonna campaign on that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody moves to Texas. Texas, that's it. You know how many, uh, and then turn the rest of the of the states into a wildlife refuge. How about that? That's it. You and think people would dig that? Now we're going to need a pea patch somewhere because we got to feed all these people. So, well, I mean, we'll bring it in. That's it. Like it'll be Coruscant in Texas, but then the Amazon rainforest everywhere, everywhere else. else. Yeah, there you go. You're a big dork if you got my Coruscant reference. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, Todd, so tell me, uh, I'm a little snowflake. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. I mean, we, we, you know, I guess we're uh, maybe because you're getting older. Who knows? You know, you're as, thinner. You know, actually, right. You know, I was thinking about that too. My Lori has said this plenty that uh, I'm a 70 year old curmudgeon in a very athletic 20 year old body. Well, I think when you start, <laughs> you know, crying at, at sentimental cat videos, you're reaching that that point in your life. I cried at. Uh, Star is born. Does that count? <laughs> the, the new one or the, the original? The, I've never seen the original, just the new one. Yeah. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't cry for Barbara Streisand in my no, life. But. Like, I just can't get past that schnoz. <laughs> it's way too distracting. I don't care how angelic her voice is. So, so here's the deal. So my mom and dad got married when I was, I don't know, five years old or whatever. So um, dad, Iron Butterfly. Creedence Clearwater Revival. Right. Mom, Neil Diamond, Barbara Streisand. Hmm. This is the hell I grew up in. It was just like, <laughs> and I was like in the DMZ in the middle of the house, <laughs> just getting pounded from both you know, sides. I, I'm I'm just weird. I love Neil Diamond. Well, I, I, I know Hot August Night like the back of my hand. Oh, I know uh, Cherry but Cherry. But if I never hear Creedence Clearwater again. What do they sing? Dude. Sing it for me. Uh, center field. I mean, I don't know. Hum I'm it. not going to sing for you. Uh, this is just not going to happen on air. I sang a little ditty for you in, in warm up, and if you didn't record it, you're done. You know, it's much your own le fault. Much less. Uh, see, uh, what do they call them for short? CCR. CC, CCR. Yeah. Much less uh, CCR. In fact, there was. It was funny because there was a. Um, as you know, I shoot music. Uh, there was a band that wanted me to shoot them. Um, I liked the lead singer guy. And he goes, actually, I want you to shoot my cover band, which I didn't know he had. Hmm. And I go, oh, great. What do you, what, what is, what cover band? And he goes, oh, we're CCR. 
um, <laughs> revival band. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. We're good. You know, the I don't know if I could put up with 45 minute set to actually shoot it. So you said no. Was he going to pay you? Yeah, that'd be the whole point. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to go there for fun. If I'm going to go there for fun, um, we have like Xfinity's doing. You know, we have other cover bands in town that are awesome. Borrowed Time does Boston. You know, it's like there's some great bands in town. What does Did Boston you, do? What is oh Boo Bad Moon Horizon? Okay, I'm, that's good. I'm good. I'm full. But you know the thing about that song. You know what it reminds me of? Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, American Werewolf in, in London. Is it? Yes. Okay. Then you and Lori would love to. Yeah. When talk he's about eating that. people, that's the song they play. Yeah. I've uh, we've listened to a bunch of Landis talking about the but the comedic things that they put in there, yeah. like the bar that they go into is called like the Screaming Wolf or something, mm-hmm. the Howling Wolf. <laughs> There's a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I'll uh, I'll ad- uh, I'll admit to a tad bit of slow fake snowflakiness, but on the premise of politeness, not on the premise of political correctness. Because who cares about political correctness? But there's a so there's a difference. But you're saying you know if you're going <clears throat> into a comedy show, you're gonna you know what you're getting, right? Yeah. So take the other day, Alec Baldwin. They do his roast, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! And so everybody pounded him for calling his daughter uh, a yeah, fat little pig fat little pig you know fat and little pig it, and the thing is is so that's funny and he expects that right yeah. right but his daughter is in the front row but she expected it too dude that to me i was i was a little uncomfortable i must say i must say that i was like ooh it you know him he's fair game he's kind of an ass yeah but, you know, what did she do? I mean, she lost some weight, obviously, but... No, she's very pretty. Well, okay. I thought so. I think so. Yeah, she's fine. She's 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 great. Blonde hair? Really? Mm. I mean, well, yes. Today? Mm. Well. Hollywood blonde. Um, Tomorrow brunette. Whatever. Well, during the taping, I thought she was... I thought she was pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's fine. But the thing is, she's in the front row, and she's getting lambasted. I, I don't know. I'm sure she's fine with it, but I'm yeah. just like... I mean, it okay, had to have been expected. Yeah, yeah. He had to have told her. But I, so, so, so if if you, that's the the point where it's like, that's inappropriate in that situation because she's there. You could say that to him all day long. I don't care. No, I disagree. Well, I mean, she, she was invited. It You're was half a roast. Of a snowflake. It was a roast. You know, I think she. Everybody knew it was coming. Although, but. what did surprise me is how much they were pounding the spouses, like what Blake Griffith said about Robert De Niro's wife. Oh, oh, it was hilarious. Well, I mean, the whole Blake. Did you watch the Blake Griffith part? No, no, no. You need to watch. It's, it's. I, I'll watch it all. I'll watch it all when you know. It's the Blake Griffith part. I can't is, stay up that late. Like he joked about everything that everyone has joked about about the Kardashian family. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because uh, Bruce was there, right? <laughs> it, just, it you know here's the deal. So this guy's an Olympic Olympian, right. one of the best athletes of all time. Yeah. He becomes a woman, and then he decides to put on, like, a ton of weight. He's yeah. the fattest chick I know, almost. It's just like, dude, you're, is it the estrogen he has to take, I guess? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe? He's got to alter that diet. He needs to go keto. I'm swearing. I, I thought that it, uh, her set, no, be polite. I thought her set was pretty weak. They could have done way better. Did, did he get a dickectomy? 
Because here's the deal. If you're all in, did. I'm all for you. I think she did. Okay. I'm like, okay, then she, that's fine. Yeah, I think she yeah. did. If you're, like I said, if you're that committed, I'm, I'm, I'll, whatever you want me to say, yeah, I'm fine. The, but, but when you, when you, when you hear the Blake Griffin part, you need to text me and tell me what you think. Because, first of all, I was super surprised at how well he delivered his that jokes. He's funny at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, we've seen yeah. uh, athletes go up there and they're just, you know, Horror, there's obviously horrible. talent in delivering jokes. His his timing was good. His delivery was good. His jokes were fantastic. Whoever wrote them for him, oh no, he's a nat- an he's a natural talent. He's a natural. <laughs> but they were making see, but they were making fun of him a lot too. Yeah, but Robert De Niro did he look like like one of those old Muppet guys? He oh he he looked like an old man like who someone needed who moved help his getting spine. up. Yeah, the osteoporosis like, is and really And he was in a big in. chair, so he was even more. He looked even smaller because he was really hunched over and sunken in. He, I didn't hear him. Did he? Did uh, I, I haven't heard what he had to say? Well, yet. I'm just thinking. Um, he's just there. He's yeah. just. Ornament. And actually, the it was it Amy Glazer. That's the part I've I have heard, for sure. And that is brutal. She was. She hammered Robert De Niro. Because he's not going to ever give her a job. It doesn't matter. No. Well, no, actually, Caitlin was the one who, no, was it, I forget who the one who said is that when I first got here, I thought I'm going to be with Robert effing De Niro. And then I meet him and I'm like, oh, you're Robert De Niro, <laughs> <laughs> which is totally true because he used to be so iconic and now he's in every idiot movie. Oh, I know. Well, the thing is, is, is if he's mad at anybody on that stage, they'll, he'll just have him off, you know? <laughs> He's not the powerful. Um, what was his name on uh, Good uh, Goodfellas? Oh yeah, I don't what know. was it? It was was uh, it Goodfellas, Godfather, Jimmy. Casino? Which one? It, it all they all meld. Goodfellas. It was uh, so Joe Pesci was no, it was Jimmy. Jimmy Connor yeah. was Robert De Niro. It was Jimmy the he was Irish. He couldn't be made because he was not uh, he was not Sicilian. <laughs> well, anyway. Thank you so much, Todd. Yeah. Thank you for listening to me rant. Yeah. I'm, I'm not calling me that much of a of a woke snowflake. I was talking to my buddy this this uh, afternoon, and he laughed at me and called me a fully woke. Well, you're not huge. You're clearly not woke. No, I'm not. Uh, and he went on to tell me that a few years ago, this would have not bothered me at all. I'm like, I, I tell people, like, I'm not woke, but I'm a little groggy, you know. <laughs> No, I'm still wiping the crust out of my eyes. I'm like, but with morning wood. <laughs> well, as you get older, even that'll go away. You'll just wet yourself in the middle of the night. Oh. Nightmares, nightmares. Now I'm young. That's what I said. Lori says that I'm a 70 year old curmudgeon in a finely tuned 20 year old's athlete body. Finely tuned. Finally, dude. Not just. <laughs> you just have to go in there and adjust the distributor every yeah. weekend to make <laughs> to make sure it'll start up. Finally tuned, not just uh, not just any old any old because like it could be like a like a curling athlete. Have you ever wondered what it is she wants from you right now? No, it's too much work. Okay, because it sounds like you're getting buttered up. Yeah, because you know way better than. No, that. she doesn't. Luckily, she doesn't do that. She'll just say it. She'll say, I think you're getting a little fat. Right. So uh, speaking of, uh, so I'm coming down 
to the CZ Studios here, and uh, there's this restaurant right above you. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, this place smells like heaven. <laughs> and I'm like, so how have you not gained, like, 50 pounds above the 50 pounds you already gained? They're, they're not... Uh, they if they are three dollar signs out of four. Oh, so you can't you afford to eat there. Is, is there things on the menu you can't pronounce? Is that it? No, I mean their food is good, but it's not really an everyday thing. Oh, I think it could be. <laughs> if I'm no, this close, it, yeah, it's it, it's like a treat. Oh, okay, it's not. Uh, I think that if we if I eat there a whole lot, it'll uh, it'll diminish. <clears throat> it'll increase your body size, but diminish your wallet size. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have really good pizza that's not um, pricey. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they catered Lori's birthday. Mm-hmm. I had a we had something for Lori's <clears throat> birthday, and they they made really good food. It was uh, okay. A, getting it to go order isn't technically catering. No, they catered. Oh, okay. Full catered. I had full on. What do they call those dishes? Plates. Serving dishes. No, oh. serving. Those, uh, they put Bunsen burners. Yeah, underneath. yeah, yeah. No, it was chafing plates. Chafing. chafing. Yeah. You know what? I thought about chafing, but then I thought of uh, my thighs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of too. <laughs> They need to is come it, up with a different name for that. What's 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 with us, you and me? That that's the first thing we think of. <laughs> when I read, well, I was thinking about my own thighs. Were you thinking about my thighs? Or your no, thighs? It was, it was like I actually ran cross country in in high school, and they wouldn't let me take the wooded paths because they were afraid I'd start a fire. <laughs> no, I get it from riding the riding my bike, spinning bike. Oh, that no, God, we talked about this last time. I didn't even want to see it. Mm. I don't well, want to see you in spandex. There's another horrible thing that happens if you sit on the bike for too long. Yeah, it's been nice talking to you, Carlos. Thanks. I, I should warn. I should. This is like this should be like a perfect sir, a public a public service announcement. Like, let's just say that everything needs to be properly groomed because pressure uh, causes yeah. issues. Yeah, I think I got it. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Thanks for that mental picture. Did you watch Californication? No, never did. Oh, you need to see it because there would have been an awesome joke. In you know, it. if I saw everything that everybody says, I think, yo, you got to see this. Yeah. I would just never leave my house for the next 40 years. I know. You know what? I just barely. Uh, well, I saw the whole thing, but just barely now was The Office. Yeah, I watched a couple seasons, but I like the old the British version. Mm, I haven't seen that one yet. Dude, that's. I started over on The Speaking Walking of Dead. being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because of what other people are doing. Right. I Yeah. I've never been so uncomfortable in my life watching that, except for Costanza. He makes me uncomfortable. He's not on The Office. He's I know. As a character, he just makes me very uncomfortable mm. because he, he's too much me, I think. So <laughs> I'm like, I don't need, like we were talking last time about, you know, t- TV shows I don't need to see because I'm living the life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Costanza's me. I just get in awkward situations. And, <laughs> I'm like, there's no, there's no like side stage to scooch out of. No, no. You just got to live your way through it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Todd. Anytime. Um, do you have anything to plug? Oh, uh, my scalp when I can afford it. I got, I'm crowning. I'm getting a little bald. I was going to plug it. Are you? Yeah. No, 
No, that no one's giving it a notice. They can't. Do, get, um, they can't get, can't get past my belly. Sign so. up for hymns. <laughs> we. Well, I want them I, to sponsor the show because I use it because I I need Viagra and Rogaine at the same time. As well, long as you put it in the right spots, you don't get it mixed up. <laughs> they started with the hair stuff. Mm-hmm. Now they moved. Because you could end up with spiked hair and a hairy dick, <laughs> which would be bad for the bike. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> As we've discussed. <laughs> All right. And with that. No, no, no. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'll plug something. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Todd Hobart Photo. That's a good. And what types of photos do you post? Um, primarily music, but uh, I do sprinkle in a few other things now and again. Cool. Yeah. All right. So for music, uh, follow Todd. I'll put the link in the show notes. And as always, make sure to support the sponsors, Rancho Bravo Tacos, Capitol Hill, Wallingford. Their link will also be in the show notes. And uh, luckily, Todd shoots a different thing than I do. I do a lot more portraits and um, boudoir stuff. Boudoir. Boudoir. It's kind of crazy that I get that. Like, I don't necessarily seem like the uh, mold for a photographer that does that. (laughs) Women just want to be in lingerie around you. Yeah. What can I say? Well, you know, 70-year-old curmudgeon brain. Do you shoot while you're wearing your biking spandex? Sometimes. Oh, I bet that works out well. Sometimes. And uh, <laughs> to like, break the awkwardness. To, I was like, you know what? I want to be just as, as exposed as you are. <laughs> no, that is not true. I take it very seriously. Super seriously. I actually wear um, a burqa. <laughs> Trying to balance the room out. <laughs> See, this show is a tad bit of a contradiction. Completely get it. Completely understand. Um, yeah, so follow me for... Uh, Send your hate mail to... <laughs> CZ's <laughs> a hypocrite. Maybe. Dot AOL dot earthwing.com. Right. Uh, no, follow me, CZ Media, Instagram, Facebook, for portraits, headshots. Senior stuff is coming up. You do seniors. Yes, I do. Photograph seniors, I mean. Yeah. You don't want to catch a case. Well, I do I do older seniors, and then I photograph younger seniors. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, follow us all. And I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you, sir. You bet. Adios. Thanks for having me. <laughs>